My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives, because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Happy New Year, friend. This new year feels different to me somehow. I mean, after such a year as 2020, I am ready to be done with the old year and get on to something new. This past year has brought more of its fair share of difficulty. But the title of today's episode is, What if 2021 isn't any better than 2020? I don't really want to ask that question, but we need to. Here's my normal approach to New Year. I love the New Year. I love getting away, evaluating last year. I like making a new plans and goals. I love when my new planner arrives in the mail, setting it up, putting the things down, having priorities and lists. I mean, the possibilities just seem endless. It's like this little shiny promise. Maybe this is the year I will finally fill in the blank with whatever that goal, that hope, that dream is. That's how I approach every new year. But here we sit, the end of December, maybe you're listening to this in January, and across the country, COVID numbers have been rising, hospitals have been filling, and the sense that we're going to turn a corner in this thing is sort of flittering away. So I've started contemplating. I need to ask the question. I have to get prepared. What if 2021 isn't any better? Okay, I'm going to be super honest right now. You know, the big word is to be transparent. So here it is. That question makes me tired and mad and despondent. If it isn't getting any better, frankly, I'd like to quit trying, please. I mean, stop the train. Let me off. I don't want to do this anymore. I miss working in coffee shops and visiting my parents without worrying about if I'm taking the virus in. Should I hug them? Should I not? I miss people seeing people smile. I live in Texas. We smile at each other in the grocery store. But now, who knows? I can't even see the bottom half of their face. I miss the bottom half of people's faces. I miss hugging everybody without having to ask them first, are you hugging? I love to hug and I miss it. What if all this continues all the way through 2021? I want to live victoriously in 2021, even if that means I wear a mask for another 12 months. That's why I have to ask this question and find an answer. I need a battle plan for if nothing changes or if it maybe even gets worse. So I'm finding my marching orders from Jeremiah, and I wanted to share them with you today, just in case you're in the same boat as me. You're really hoping that it's going to change. But if it doesn't, how will we respond? 
Okay, so Jeremiah wrote the book of Lamentations. It is a song of sorrow. It is his lament. Why? Because everything was horrible around him. His city was falling. He was being in he was being under persecution. He was being blamed for what he'd warned everybody was going to happen. It was his song back to God, his lament. And that sounds like a place we probably could go right now. So in Lamentations 3, I'm going to start with verse 18. So I say, my endurance has perished. So has my hope from the Lord. Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers and it is bowed down within me. Okay. He was sad. His endurance was gone. He had been trying to live for the Lord and speak his truth and call others to holiness. But society hated his message. And the city was under siege. And people who were hating him for what he told them this was going to happen, now they're persecuting him. When things are bad, people look for somebody to blame. Okay, so here we are. He is full of wormwood. What does that mean? It's it's wood that's so old and tired and sad. The only thing it's good for is worm food. So that's where we're at. In um, verse 20, my soul is bowed down. His difficulties were bowing down his soul. Does anybody else's soul just feel so tired that it can't stand up? Mine has struggled some. And as we face this wave, it feels even more so. But let's listen to Jeremiah, whose situation, by the way, was much worse than ours. Verse 21, but, don't you love those buts? That means something good is coming. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Okay, what is he calling to mind? Because what we call to our mind, what we think about will change our attitude. Verse 22, The steadfast love of the Lord never changes. His mercies never come to to an end. Isn't that amazing? Even if nothing situationally changes, the Lord's love never ends. His mercies are endless and they come up every single morning new and ready. Verse 23, they, and that's talking about his mercies, they, God's mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Every day ahead of us holds its own mercy and its own love. Enough for that day. 2021 holds enough mercy and love for the whole year. The Lord's faithfulness is immeasurable. We receive our day by day portion enough for then. And that is confirmed in verse 24. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. We don't have to hope in things getting better. We don't have to hope in a disease going away or a vaccination curing it or um, any other thing. We can hope in the Lord. And if that's true, our circumstances can be the worst. And yet we can still have hope. To say that God is my portion means that he is my best possession. He is my enough. He is my everything. We have enough mercy and love for today. Verse 25, the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. Verse 26, it is good that one should wait quietly for this salvation of the Lord. 
Okay, another moment of honesty. I hate waiting. I don't like waiting at a red light. I don't like waiting at the grocery store where I manage to always choose the slowest line possible. I don't like waiting. But here it is. God says it is good to wait on Him. In our microwave society where immediacy is prized, waiting almost feels like a bad word. But twice this says it is good to wait for His salvation. Why? Because it practices our faith. It displays our faith, our faith that he is coming, that he is enough, that even in this bad situation, we believe that his good can still happen. Why? Because he is good. He is. And that is enough. So look at Lamentations 3, 18 through 26, and see what does God have for you there? Because our patient waiting in these difficult times can display the truth of Jesus to the world. I'm asking the Lord to help me wait on him because I need him to help me wait. I can't do it in my own strength. I need him to give me the faith to believe and to live out what I say. And I'm asking the Lord in 2021 for a new song. I take that from Psalm 40 verse 3. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Psalm 40, verse 3. You know, I'm not talking about singing a song because while I can make a joyful noise to the Lord, nobody really wants to listen to me sing. But a song can be any kind of words where I am praising God. And that's what I want to do with my life and my actions this year. You want to join me? Here's some more encouragement. Psalm 68, 11. The Lord gives the word. The women who announce the news are a great host. Psalm 68:11 The women who announce the news are a great host. Let's be a great host announcing the good news of God's love and faithfulness and mercies that are new every morning. Because 2021 might not be any better, but we can be that great host of women announcing that news. Let's ask the Lord for a new song for 2021. No matter what it holds this year, let's proclaim the Lord's mercies and love. And let's join together and sing it loudly about Him, for Him, and to Him. And with that, let's have a happy new year. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet.